welcome to Homo in Training. My name is JDA, and I am one of two hosts on this podcast. And Homo in Training is just a variety show podcast that has a mix of various topics. And this week, you're here for some fucking science, bitch. And the science segment is where I break down some science questions that are either audience submitted or some of my favorite things. And this week, we're going to be talking about Attack on Titan. And unfortunately, this will not be about the anime because I'm going to be talking about the Titan moon, which is one of Saturn's moons. But... I am extremely tempted to do it for one of our Friday episodes, but I don't know. Leslie hates gore, and the whole entire show is like gore. So can't really have it for the podcast, but would definitely recommend 10 out of 10 best anime. So just watch the fucking anime. It's amazing, and I think I'm going to change my name to Aaron. Anyway, this is going to be about the moon of Saturn called Titan, which you all know about the iconic rings of Saturn. But did you know that Saturn also has like 60 other moons orbiting it? And Titan isn't just a normal moon. Like, it's the second largest moon in the solar system. Like, what? It's even bigger than fucking Mercury, bitch. Our planet, Mercury, is bigger. So this is a fucking ginormous moon that I don't think gets enough coverage. And the main conversation about Titan that I want to have is just how similar it is to Earth and how these moons act like planets. I did an episode about Jupiter being a failed star about three weeks ago. And that was also talking about how Jupiter is a star-like planet. Um, So this time I thought it'd be appropriate to talk about a moon that is like a planet. So just to start, we'll just do some basic info about Titan, and then we'll talk about what actually makes it so unique to the, the other moons that we've studied so far, and why it's more like Earth. So in October of 1997, NASA sent the Cassini-Huygens spacecraft to Saturn. If you know anything about Saturn, any basic facts about Saturn, it's most likely because Cassini was the spacecraft that allowed us to know that information. Cassini is a very, very famous spacecraft that took so much information from Saturn. Sadly, it did crash into Saturn like a couple of years ago, but it was in orbit for 13 years. So Cassini was originally only supposed to orbit Saturn for four years, but it ended up lasting 13 years orbiting Saturn. So it outlasted its original time like by a lot. So we were able to learn a shit ton about Saturn. It was sent to learn more about the rings, um, more about Saturn and about its moons. But specifically, they wanted to see Titan because when they first ob- observed it like through the telescope, one of the scientists named Huygens, he was the first one to find it, but it was like shrouded in this like fog, this orange-yellow fog. Kind of like Venus, but even more than Venus. Um, because this fog extended farther than the planet did. Um, which I'll get, I'll get into that here in a little bit, but Cassini had like a little probe stuck to his butt. Um, but who doesn't, am I right, fellas? (laughs) Just kidding. But it was called the Cassini-Huygens because 
the Huygens probe was attached to the Cassini spacecraft. So not only did Cassini orbit Saturn, but it also orbited Titan too. So Titan was a big part of that mission and is where we got a lot of the information that I'm about to share with you today. But it took seven years for Cassini to get to Saturn. And in 2004, the Huygens probe was deployed to the little moon planet. And from there is where we're going to start the next section, which is what exactly did Huygens see? And what other facts did Cassini learn about Titan that make it very similar to Earth? So before I get into that, let's listen to this commercial because we're broke, we need money, and I know it's old, we'll make a new one, don't worry, and I already got advice to take away the fart noise because I know it's not everyone's cup of tea. But for now, listen to this commercial so that I can afford to make a new commercial. Thank you. All right, putas. Now, uh, let's get into this fucking Titan. So what did we learn about Titan through Huygens? So once it got through the cloud layer, it took some amazing pictures. So I think when the probe landed into the atmosphere and then deployed its parachute it took about three hours for it to land and it was just so crazy to see these pictures you can just look them up online and stuff but it's just so interesting it looks like a video game because obviously like it's not like high definition or anything it's just like whatever technology they had in the fucking 90s but like to keep in mind like the first like camera phone that we had in the United States wasn't available until 2002 and the probe was sent out in 1994 so it's not gonna be like its highest resolution pictures that you're gonna see but still like this is a fucking foreign planet bitch like uh it looks amazing but um Titan looks a lot like Earth um which kind of shocked everybody in the astronomy world because they saw mountains dunes uh, lake beds and things like that and yeah we see that on on mars and stuff but the most exciting thing that they saw were lakes like they had lakes full of liquid something it wasn't liquid water because titan is way too fucking cold but it showed like you know rivers emptying into these lakes it saw rain it saw clouds all of these things which looks a lot like earth on a really like rainy day which is interesting because we've never seen liquid on any surface on any moon on any planet ever never not even mars like there is no liquid on any surface on anything that we've discovered so far except for titan which that's so cool there's other moons and planets that have like water underneath it but not liquid sitting on top of it and this is cool because it opens up the possibility for really weird microorganisms to exist in these lakes. And when you see the liquid methane on these planets, it makes you think what other kind of chemicals, creatures are able to form in these lakes that is different from us, you know, like what kind of aliens can live in these lakes. But who, but who, who knows? Because Titan is cold as fuck. Like, you know, they report temperatures as cold as negative 292 degrees Fahrenheit. For comparison, the coldest day on record on Earth was negative 100 degrees Fahrenheit. So Titan is almost three times that all year round. So whatever is living in those lakes has to survive these cold ass temperatures. And it's not impossible. I'm just saying like I, 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 ha I haven't seen it yet. 
Um, and some of the cool things about the dunes that they saw on the planet, um, I mean, on the planet, see, it's a fucking moon, but it looks like a planet. Um, they look a lot like our desert climate dunes, you know, like if you Google desert pics of like the Sahara or the Gobi Desert, you'll see like these little ripples in the sand that kind of look like waves of water. And you see those same type of patterns on Titan, which shows that there is wind in Titan 2 helping create these these dunes. And the dunes aren't made of sand. They're made of like methane ice. So think of ice mixed with dirt. That's kind of what is making these dunes instead of just straight sand like you would in the Sahara or the Gobi. But the winds on Titan are a lot weaker than the ones on Earth. So these dune ripples that you see on Earth, they could be made really quickly compared to Titan where it would take years for them to form on Titan, and on Earth, they change about every hour. Depending, of course, on the severity of the weather, but still, they change a lot faster than the ones on Titan. But the main piece de resistance, or piece de resistance, is these damn lakes on Titan, bitch. Like, it has shores that look like the ones on Earth, and one of the cool things that Huygen saw when it fell on Titan was it landed in this ancient riverbed. And they knew that it was a riverbed because these rocks were kind of shaven. And if you've ever seen rocks in a river or or a lake or kind of like in an, at the ocean, like the rock, not the rocks, like the, fucking, the ones that stick out of the, out of the ground, but like the little rocks you pick up, 99% of the time those rocks are going to be smooth, circular, oval, and it's because... Those rocks kind of rub up against each other. The water creates lubrication, which makes the rocks easier to get shaved down and all of those things. And that kind of shows that these rocks have weathered through liquid before. So that means that different parts of the planet has had lakes at different parts of its history. It's not just stuck to one location, which it makes sense because the planet is tilted like Earth. Earth is tilted... Oh, I forgot how many degrees. I think it was like 60 degrees. But the reason we have our seasons is because our planet is tilted. And based on the tilt of our planet, that's how much sunlight we're getting that time of the year. So for us in the northern part of the hemisphere, when it's fall, the planet is tilted away from the sun. So you don't really get that much sunlight. That's why the day only lasts like six hours. But in the summer, we're tilted towards the sun. So we get a lot more sunlight. And that's why our day can go up to nine hours, depending on what part of the planet you live on. So the same thing is with Titan is that it is tilted and the weather changes there. Same as it does here. Not as fast as it does here. Because, you know, it takes 365 days for Earth to orbit the Sun, which is a year. Since Titan is orbiting Saturn, it takes Saturn like 29 years to orbit the Sun. So those seasons are going to last a lot longer than they would here on Earth. Like maybe like seven years each season would last, which is a very long fucking season, if you ask me. Um, But these um lakes that we see aren't located all throughout the planet. They're, they're only located um, at the poles, um, and right now that we're absorbing it, they're only at the South Pole. So it's not throughout the whole planet. And that's just because, you know, at the equator, that's getting the most 
sun, which is warming the planet only at the equator. And then, of course, at the poles is where it's colder. And that's where the methane will condense back into a liquid because at the equator is where it evaporated into methane gas. But the gas, of course, turns into clouds, which turns into rain, and it creates these lakes on the planet, exactly like Earth. But like I said, it's not water. The liquid that is moving on the on the planet is called methane, like the gas that you fart. Um, but methane can condense into a liquid when it's cold as fuck. And luckily, Titan's temperatures are the perfect range for methane to remain liquid like water. But don't get it twisted. Titan does have ocean of liquid water underneath the surface. We know this because they have volcanoes, and through the volcanoes you can see liquid water coming out of it. Also, the surface is like moving, so it's not in the same location it was before, which shows that the rocky surface is not attached to the rocky mantle. It's like moving. It's like shifting, just like the Earth's crust is also moving freely. That's why these continents that look like they fit together in the past, because our surface is moving, just like Titan. Only Titan isn't like broken up into little pieces like Earth is. It's just one large chunk. But whenever they sent the Huygens probe, they detected a shit ton of methane whenever the spacecraft, whenever the probe landed on the soil. And what happened was when it landed, of course, the spacecraft was hot as fuck because it was just fell from the sky. And that heat was warming up the ground, which was making the methane evaporate, showing like a big spike in methane around the machine when it landed. So it shows that a lot of the methane, and also it's called ethane too, is trapped inside of the dirt. And it's, it's exactly like Earth. Like We have this thing called permafrost, which is rocks and ice mixed together. And a little history about Earth, we're technically still in the Ice Age. I don't know if you guys remember the movie Ice Age, um, you know, when the Earth froze over. We're technically still in the ice age, like we're the ice is still melting. So a lot of the dangers that come with global warming is that, you know, the ice is going to melt and it doesn't mean that the ice on the surface is going to melt. It means that the permafrost is going to melt. And when that melts, that also releases gases into the atmosphere, which is not good for the atmosphere either. So that's kind of what's happening on Titan as well. Um, but, you know, they don't have global warming. We do. But the methane is trapped inside of the dirt ice. And, you know, when you first see the planet through a telescope, uh, which I doubt you can see through a telescope unless it's like a really, really good telescope. But if you were to see the planet through a very powerful telescope, you're going to notice like an orange fuzzy ball. And it's because the haze from the methane is enveloping the moon. But the moon doesn't have enough gravity to make that gas kind of compress. Compared to Earth, it's not snug. Earth also has an atmosphere of gases. I mean, we breathe them every day, you know, nitrogen, oxygen, uh, wherever the fuck the other ones are. But those gases are in our atmosphere. But because we have really strong gravity, our atmosphere is snug and tight to our planet. But Titan doesn't have that much gravity because it doesn't have a liquid iron core as a solid core. So the gravity that it's getting is very, very, very small. So that's why the gases aren't snug. They're kind of spread out 
and make the planet look fuzzier, which is really interesting just because based on how much the atmosphere stretches from the planet, it would make Titan the largest moon in the solar system. But because they're not counting the haze, it's only the second largest. But with the haze included, it's pretty fucking huge. So those are just some very basic things about Titan. Allegedly, in 2026, NASA wants to send a probe to Titan, which looks like a drone, to kind of explore different parts of the moon. Um, and of course, you know, now we have better technology, and we haven't heard much talk about a mission to Titan. You know, they're all stuck on these like ice moons, like Enceladus. Europa, like these are all moons that have liquid oceans underneath and scientists think that they'll find life there and not so much on Titan. But to see that they have something planned in 2026, I think is really good because we need to send probes to as many moons and planets as we can, bitch. Like we got the money, might as well do it. But I hope that this showed you that weird line of where is a planet considered a planet? Where is a moon considered a moon? And what is considered a star? And how all of these lines are really blurred, don't make any sense. And the more that we learn about these planets, the more that these rules are not going to make sense. So I hope that this has just shown you that it's very complicated subject to determine what is a moon, what is a planet, and what is a star. And all we know is just the information that is presented to us. So this is what I really like, and I hope you guys had a good time. And go watch fucking Attack on Titan the Enemy. It'll it'll pair well with this episode. Trust me. I can't spoil it for you, but the Titans are more similar to us than we'd like to know. Okay, but uh, that's it. All right. Bye.